1: for these adventures in the macabre. Together, we explore out-of-the-ordinary places and share experiences that are unusual, sometimes weird and chilling. We travel unmarked roads in the expectation of encountering the bizarre. It's as if you entered a house long abandoned, dark and forbidding, and for no explainable reason, you see the sudden light of a candle in a far corner of a room. Do you go in? Turn back? You stand, perhaps, in the presence of something supernatural. An order of existence beyond nature. A belief firmly held by Buku Chin, first mate of the tramp steamer, the Molly Moran, anchored at Port-au-Prince, Haiti. Oh, yes, doctor. In my village, we believe in witchcraft and snake worship. Voodoo? And human sacrifice? (laughs) That was long ago. You're an Arawak Indian? Yes, ma'am. But you're an educated man. I have elementary education and what I do not see. You believe in the supernatural? In witchcraft and magic? I have seen it work, Doctor. The drama, Bound East for Haiti, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Roy Windsor and stars Mason Adams and Fred Gwynn. It is sponsored in part by Signoff, The Sinus Medicines, and Exlax. I'll be back shortly with Act One. conducted a poll and asked the question do you believe in the supernatural how many would say yes, no or don't know I suspect that most persons would say no even though there is evidence dating from the beginning of civilization of supernatural experiences witches invoke the spirits to foretell the future, to bring good luck or bad. It is still practiced today. And some 40 years ago, Dr. Philip Armistead... uh, But let him tell us. See that calabash there? That gourd cut in half? There. There on the small table in the corner of my study. A calabash is the hard-shelled fruit of a tropical American tree. Years ago, they were cut in half, scooped out, and used for wash basins and drinking utensils by sailors aboard tramp steamers, which plied their trade around the Caribbean. That one belonged to Buku Chin, an Arawak Indian from Haiti, who was first mate to Captain P. Johnson of the Molly Morang. Some 40 years ago, I had just completed my Florida medical board examinations, and I badly needed a few weeks' rest. So I drifted down to the docks and shipped out as a paying guest. It's wonderful, Captain. It's nice to have you aboard. Are you uh, really a doctor? I really am passed the exams, and you saw me arrive with my little black bag. Uh, if anyone needs my services... No,
2: no, no, no. Uh, thanks all the same, Doc. We've been getting along for years with a old first aid kit.
1: Well, I'm not going to think about anything for the next four weeks. Oh, oh, I smell that air. And the water. All those shades of blue. You have a wonderful life, Captain Johnson. Suits me. I'll never get
2: rich sailing this old tub, but she's a good boat. Slow, but We get there, and we have good times, in our boy's of call. Two, three days of that, we're glad to be back at sea. And now we're bound east for Haiti. That's right. Port-au-Prince. We'll pick up a cargo of coffee in Sizel. Then we'll sail to Georgetown in Exuma, Savannah-Lamar in Jamaica, and home.
1: How long will we be in Haiti? A couple of days.
2: Why? Want to explore the island? Yeah, some of it. (laughs) Watch your step better speak to Buku. He's an Arawak from Haiti. Knows everything about the island. Uh, Buku, come over here, you old dog.
1: (laughs) Maybe I'll throw you overboard, Captain.
2: (laughs) I'm sure you'd like to every once in a while. Uh, You met the doc. I
1: I had the pleasure.
2: He wants to see the sights in Port-au-Prince. Will you talk to him? It would be a pleasure. Buku's the best first mate on the Caribbean. He's only got one problem. Uh, You've said hello to her, Doc. Lily. My girl. Yes. A beautiful woman. (laughs) Buku can't take his eyes off her. But you know better, don't you, Buku? Sure,
1: (laughs) ma'am. I have eyes only for the sea.
2: Have uh, a have chow in half an hour.
1: Doctor, uh, you plan to go ashore? No, not tonight, early in the morning. I have my camera and the morning light is best for pictures. How about a beer? I laid in an extra
2: supply seeing as you're a paying guest. Uh, Lily?
0: Sure, Pete. Doctor?
2: Yes, thank you, Miss Lily. <laughs> How about that? Miss Lily, that's great.
0: Dr.
2: Armistead is a gentleman. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. But he's Doc, I'm Pete, and you're Lily. This uh, ain't the Navy. Okay, Doc? Okay, Pete. Good. That's better. Uh, Hop along, Miss.
0: <laughs> you are cursed.
2: Isn't, isn't she something, Doc? Oh, she's beautiful. I really love her. She loves me, so she says. Why... Well, why, the Lord knows, but that's the way it is. I guess I'd better marry her. Maybe when we put in at Savannah Lamar. She comes from there. I approve. Yeah, that's what I'll do. I'm getting on, 40. I'm we going to get married. I guess now's the time. And, hey, you'll be the best man. All right, that'll be a pleasure. Will you tell her? The night before we dock. And uh, that ought to take care of Bukuchin... You were serious about him? Certainly. He's thirty-two or three and pretty good looking. He's he's always giving Lily the eye. Can't blame him because she's an eye full. Agreed? I certainly do. Beautiful dark hair and perfect features. And eyes. Big and tawny, like a cat's. Well <laughs> once she's Mrs. Pete Johnson, Buku will lose his steam, right? She hates him. That must make her uncomfortable. It does. She wants me to get rid of him, but uh, see, Buku's an expert first mate. I'd I'd never fire him. Uh, you talk with him about Haiti? Yeah. Yeah, it was fascinating. All that all, all, that junk about voodoo and snake worship and magic. He, He's full of it. And he believes it in the village that he comes from. I know, I know, I know, I know. I've heard it a hundred times. Well, it makes him happy to believe in superstition. What's the harm?
1: There is not. Someday I'd like to come here for a few weeks and explore the island. There's a there's a mystery about it. And not just
2: in Haiti. There's mysterious things in small islands all over the Caribbean. Ah, here you are, Lily.
0: For you, Doctor.
2: Thank you, Pete. Thank you, my dear. What uh, took you so long?
0: I uh, had to go back for another beer. Huh?
2: Uh, drop one?
0: I threw it in Bucu's face.
1: Well, the incident was passed over, fortunately. We had dinner and I retired early, falling asleep looking through my porthole at a sky of dark blue velvet sprinkled with stars I felt I could reach. For the next two days, I explored Port-au-Prince, snapped pictures and mailed postcards back home. The afternoon of the third day, we weighed anchor and lumbered out of the harbor headed for Jamaica.
0: You have enjoyed the voyage,
1: Doctor? Oh, Lily, yes. Yes, very much.
0: Mm -hmm. It is restful. The days, so bright, and then the night with a sky of dark blue that stretches
1: as far as you can see. And on
0: the water, the moon is huge.
1: You'll be home in a few days, Lily.
0: My home is here,
1: with Pete. He's a good man. He is that.
0: And strong and jolly. Even tonight, when I can tell he does not feel well, he laughs at me, he tells me to go on deck and make love to our passenger. What? <laughs> that is just how he talks, Doctor.
1: We'll <laughs> really leaving to hear that. Uh, you say you say that he doesn't feel well.
0: It is nothing. Well,
1: perhaps I should see. No,
0: it. no, no. He is resting. Pretty soon he will come on deck, and we will watch the sea from the bridge.
1: Who's at the helm now? It's not Buku.
0: No, Umberto. He is from Cuba. Buku, I do not know where he is. You wish to go up to the bridge,
1: doctor? I think not, Lily. Thank you. I'm going to turn in soon and read. Oh.
0: You have your nose in a book all the time. Well, I am going to the bridge. Pete will be up soon.
1: Enjoy yourself. I'll watch the sea a little longer, and I'm going below. I'll see you in the morning.
0: Good night, Josh. Oh,
1: oh. Ah, Lily. Take
0: your, your hands off me.
1: I love you, Lily. He
0: will scream.
1: No one will hear you. Pete will come up. He is not well. Pete is sick. Pete. Did... Didn't you see that tonight? He is sick and will never get worse. Well. You talk like a fool.
0: Take your hand off he me. You
1: will die. I am the first mate. I will be in charge of the Maldemarans. And you will stay with me. Before
0: I stay with you, I jump overboard.
1: You belong to me, Liddy. What is written by fate cannot be erased.
0: It is not my fate to belong yeah. to you. Who said it was? From which, Doctor?
1: You will see. When Captain dies, you will see. Uh, I know you, Lily. You <laughs> love the sea. You do not want to return to <laughs> Canfield. You will stay with Bukku.
0: Pete will take care of you. Now, take your hands off me. <laughs> me, Lily. You, me, Lily. Oh. I warned you, oh. Bukku. Oh. Pete, ah. he saved you. You would die. Oh. Are you a
2: Pete? Oh don't touch him. but Pete No I warned the dog not to touch Lily. Leave there. When he comes to he'll he'll think twice about making another pass at her. Lily.
1: Go to go to the
0: cabin.
1: Pete. Pete, what's that gleaming in the moonlight on your hand? Uh, brass
2: knuckles. You'll you'll stay in line now.
1: The tension, when I reflected about it, had been there all along, from Freeport to Georgetown and out of Haiti. But it was after we weighed anchor from there that the tension became charged. I hadn't heard the eight bells that marked midnight, but when I was awakened by a tapping at my cabin door, I heard one bell. So it could have been anywhere between 12.30 and 4 a.m. It was Lily.
0: Calm, Doctor. Pete, is not
1: well. I said, of course, and I slipped into a robe. Picked up my doctor's bag, and a few minutes later, I was sitting next to the captain's bunk. Sorry she uh, woke you up, Doc. Quite quietly. Now, let me get your pulse first.
2: Pete, who hmm? because... is... Don't mention his name. Now, open your mouth,
1: Pete. All right. It looks all right. Your forehead's damp. Do you feel chilled? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm just cold. I... I... I, I, I don't know, kind of kind of weak. Lily, will you bring me a glass of water? Oh, sure. I'll give you a self pill and another in the morning if you don't feel any better. But I think you will. It's probably a virus of some kind. Ah, thank you, Lily. Doc, uh, uh, how much? <laughs> no charge. Take the pill, Pete. Cover up and get a good night's rest.
0: Umberto is at the helm. Do not worry. All this fuss. Now, go to sleep.
2: Okay, Miss Lily. Uh how's old Buku? Up and around?
0: Oh, he dragged himself to his cabin. Good.
2: I hope his jaw aches all night long. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Lily, lock up. And uh oh, Doc. Don't fall overboard. On your
0: way back to the cabin. He is very sick, Doctor? Hmm.
1: Not at all, Lily. Mild upset, nothing more.
0: Buku said he will die.
1: Well, then he knows more than I do, which he doesn't. Now, don't worry, Pete will be all right. Buku knows. How does he know? He knows. I know he's superstitious. Don't tell me that you are, Lily.
0: I have seen things. Your medicine won't help Pete. There is other medicine, it is of the mind and the soul curse can kill. Buku? He has had a curse put on the captain.
1: You cannot discount magic. Islanders in the West Indies sometimes still practice the kind of magic that affects another person for good or for evil. The voodoo doll still exists. It is a small image of an enemy into which pins are driven, or it is cut up or burned. To a modern doctor, and to most of us, magic is primitive nonsense. Dr. Armistead will find out for us when I return with Act Two. Dr. Armstead's story, and he is recapturing it for us. He's a man of seventy now, but what happened during his sea voyage on the tramp steamer the Molly Moran is still vivid in his memory. He can recount what he heard and saw. He cannot explain it. That does not make the experience invalid. As a normal young doctor, only twenty-six at the time, he was a skeptic. After all. He was a man of science. Of course, I didn't believe a word of what Lily said. Buku has put a curse on the captain. Nonsense. A curse? I'm certain that Buku wished Pete Johnson dead. You'd feel the same way if you'd been hit on the jaw with brass knuckles. The man had been hurt and he suffered. I went to my bunk and slept until seven the next morning. No into Captain Johnson's cabin.
0: The pill did no good, Doctor. Look at him.
2: Hi, Doc. Don't, don't listen to Lily. I'm okay. Uh. Uh, here, let me swing out of my bunker. Lie back, Pete. You're weak as a kid. Just, just lie back. Hey, Doc. Uh, you want to hold my hand?
0: Oh, <laughs> don't joke, Pete, please. I am so worried.
2: You won't have that, Lily. Don't want you to worry, babe. <laughs> I've been through worse. Another day I'll get
1: my strength back. I'll be up and around. You'll see. Doctor? That baffles me. Still no sign of infection. Pulse abnormally slow. It's as if his body has has slowed down. you
0: give him a shot?
1: I could, but there's no point to it. I don't know what I'm trying to cure. (sighs) I'm sorry, Pete. Whatever's the matter with you is something I didn't learn in medical school.
0: You have that medical book?
1: I I know. I know, Lily. I'll search again. But I've got a better idea. We reach Savannah Lamar tomorrow morning. I'll take Pete ashore. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. no I'm, I'm not going ashore. I am taking you to a hospital. I know there's one in Montego Bay. You it, Doc. No
2: hospital. I'll, I'll, I'll be all right. I'm not leaving the ship.
0: But you are wasting away, Pete. Then
2: let me waste. Don't forget. I'm captain of the ship,
1: and my word is law. You persuade him, Rory. He should be in a hospital. I don't want to be responsible.
0: I will take you into the hills, Pete. There is a doctor...
1: No, 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 Lily.
2: None of your mumbo-jumbos. Go out and get some air. Take that sad look off your face. You're too pretty to look like that. Let's try another pill, Pete. No, no, Doc. Wouldn't help. No, I gotta sweat this one out. Alone...
1: and went on deck. It was a beautiful day and the southwest wind ruffled the blue water. The molly moran chugged along like a huge hippo. What Lily had said about Buku made me think. Even though I felt foolish about his curse, I wandered up to the bridge. (laughs) Good morning, Doctor. The night curtain has gone up and the sun has come in. Like the eye of a man Blink, it's dark. Blink, it's night. He sees in, he sees out, until he sees no more. (laughs) You're in a good mood, Buku. I am happy, man. With the captain lying ill in his bunk? He is still alive. Oh, yes. I expect him to come on deck later this morning. I do not believe you, doctor. The captain will die. You know that? I'm on, I know it. How do you know, Buku? My medicine... Your medicine was good for my injury. And I do not forget your goodness to me, cleaning my cut face and giving me a pill to sleep. But that medicine cannot serve the captain. Nothing can. You know what his illness is? Only that he will die. Fate will strike him down. Have you called on fate? ...to kill the captain? Ah, uh, the doctor. <laughs> Purpose of the port bow. Boko, when we were two days in Port-au-Prince... ...did you return to your village? Oh, yes. When we drop anchor at Haiti... ...I go with things for my people. I tell you about them. You do not believe some of the things I tell you. I didn't at the time. Can one of your tribe... Put a curse on another person? It has been known. Have you had a curse put on the captain? <laughs> no, no. Fate, that is what killed him. He will not leave Savannah Dama. Hey, you want to handle the helm? I go below for breakfast. It is wonderful to feel a ship under your hands, Doc. Mm. I know. Go below. I'll I'll take over. You have much to think over, Doctor. I have indeed. I felt helpless. Captain Johnson was a strong man. From what I could determine, there was nothing wrong with him. I was young, of course, and inexperienced. But Johnson's affliction was a mystery. Well, he grew weaker during that day and night. When I awoke the next morning, we had dropped anchor in the vividly clear waters of Savannah, Lamar, Jamaica. I went at once to check on my patient. Lily was sitting next to his bunk.
0: He is worse, Doctor.
1: Uh, We, uh,
2: we make port? Yes, Pete. Uh, You'll like it beautiful
1: island, Jamaica. Pete, I must insist you go ashore. There must be a hospital. In
0: Montego Bay. No,
1: no, 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 no. I I said before, no.
0: Then I will go ashore and bring back a witch doctor. Oh, for heaven's sake, Lily. In the maroon country, there is a powerful old man.
2: Doc, doc, tell her no, no, don't want some dumb hillbilly
1: with his hocus pocus. Don't want him. What harm could it do, Pete? What, doc? You, You approve? No, I think you need hospital care, but you won't listen, so why not let Lily find this man and bring him aboard? <laughs> people people would laugh at well, me. Well, you won't have a chance to hear them if you get any worse. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, you go ashore, Lily. Go home. Don't come back. It's
2: over with me. With us. Maybe Buku's right. I I, I won't get well.
1: Let go, Lily.
0: I will bring back the man later. He will know what to do.
2: Go see the town, Doc. Find someone to drive you to Montego. I'll stay with you. No, no. I'm tired.
1: Poor Lily. (laughs) Remember, you were going to be the best man at our wedding. I check in every hour or so. Oh, well, go ashore. No... No, I'll just, I'll just watch the loading. Uh, witch doctor. Magic. You
2: you don't believe in that junk, do you,
1: Doc? Late that afternoon, Lily returned with a weasen little man of indeterminate age, but he was very old. Wore a threadbare undershirt, faded blue denim trousers. Was barefooted lay in his bunk. I sat next to him. Lily stood near the witch doctor who squatted like an old-fashioned tailor in front of the cabin door. <laughs> Ugly devil, ain't he, Doc? Lily, doesn't your friend want to examine Pete?
0: That is what he is doing, Doctor.
1: I see. From 15 feet away.
2: Hey. hey why... Why not he say something rather than just chant and... Keep, I don't know. I don't know. He's just, I guess, studying you. Casting a spell. That's what they
1: do, you know. They ought to break a spell if that's what you're under. Hey, tell him to go away. I'll leave that up to Lily. He gives me the creeps. No. Oh no. What is it? What is it? What's
2: what's going into it?
1: Lily! Stay away. Lily, what is it? Why did you cry out? I, I cannot tell you. Why not? You brought him here to help. No,
0: what is wrong with
1: Pete. Tell me.
0: I cannot. I have to do something and I don't know how to. I don't
1: know how. What was was that all about? I had the wildest idea. He seemed to say something to Lily and she cried out. I'll find out Pete. I'll be right back.
0: No, Doctor. I will not tell you.
1: I want to help. You cannot. Why can't you confide in me? Pete's very ill. He could die, Lily.
0: He will die. Unless I break this spell.
1: Buku, he had a spell cast on Pete, am I right? Now, do you know how to break it?
0: I will have to. But I don't know how.
1: Tell me. Maybe I'll think of a way. No,
0: Doctor. I begin to act strange. Do not interfere.
1: I don't understand.
0: It is the only way. I must do it. Only I can do it. I must.
1: I was bewildered. I was also fearful. What did Lily have to do to break the spell which Buku had cast over the captain? Molly Moran moved out of the harbor. We picked up a big shipment of sugar cane, and now we were homeward bound. Lily was at the railing, watching the receding town. Do
0: not talk to me.
1: Lily, is that part of your acting strange? Just
0: stay away from me.
1: I'm going to check on Pete if you're there.
0: I won't be there.
1: What the devil does she mean by that? It is Buku, not umber, Lily.
0: I can see.
1: You come to the bridge, knowing I am here? Knowing? <laughs> it is a fine warm night, huh?
0: Soft and tender.
1: What are you up to, Lili?
0: I enjoy the void out.
1: Many times I have thought about you. Standing next to me on the bridge of this old tub and looking out to sea.
0: I have thought about that too.
1: That is lie. He gets way. You have only to cast your eye on my chin. It has healed. Doc had to stitch me up, you know why.
0: I am sorry, Buku. (laughs) I you are right,
1: Buku. You say that because you know that the captain cannot leave. It is too late, Lily. You push me off and clawed me. You cannot crawl to me now.
0: I was wrong. I have always noticed you, Fuku. I have been afraid for myself and for you. The captain took me in. And he is a jealous
1: man. You have Told him many times to replace me. I have heard you say that.
0: And that is why you are still the first mate. The captain cannot be told what to do. I say, get rid of Buku. He will keep you. Is that not true? Uh,
1: (laughs) There is logic in what you say, Lily. (laughs) You are not up to some trick.
0: I have no trick. The captain will die before we reach Miami. You are an ex sailor. The company makes you captain. Then the Molly Moran will be yours to sail. This will be your bridge. I will say good night,
1: Bucco. What? You wish to stay with the Marley Moran?
0: It has been my life.
1: You wish to be my woman?
0: I have always wished that.
1: How can I believe you?
0: I will bring my things from the captain's cabin to yours
2: tonight, Poco. Good evening, Lily. Why? Louis. Why don't you say hello to the doc?
0: I have come to pack my things.
2: What? Lily, don't you dare leave this cabin.
0: It is a funeral parlor. You are dead, Captain. You will never reach me. I will
2: do, Lily. What's come over you?
0: I said you are not to speak
2: to me.
1: Where are you going?
0: It is none of your business.
1: I'm still captain of the ship, and don't
2: you...
0: I have my things. I go now. I will never see you again. What
1: kind of person are you, Lily? You know the captain intended to marry you and Savannah Lamar?
2: I thought you loved Pete. You don't seem to know what that is. I speak in your face. That was... That was the... That was the worst punch in the gut of all,
1: Doc. We don't know very much about Lily. But my impression, or yours too, I imagine, is that this beautiful and tender woman loves Captain Johnson. Well, we're wrong, it seems. When Dr. Armstead resumes the voyage from Savannah Lamar to Miami, we'll find out. I'll return shortly with Act Three. What we must not forget and Dr. Armstead seems to be guilty of forgetting, is that Lily told him that her behavior now might become strange. The shock of her sudden departure from Captain Johnston's cabin and her cruel remarks have convinced the doctor that Lily is not devoted to the captain, that she deceived him, and that now she has sold herself to Buku Chin. But let the young doctor pick up his story. After Lily left the captain's cabin, I sat with him for an hour. He was pitiful. When he fully realized the truth about Lily's desertion, he called her and Buku every name he knew and some I had never heard of. He was breathing with difficulty when I said goodnight. It was almost ten o'clock, and honestly, I did not expect to see him alive by morning. Buku was on the bridge. He'd be relieved by Umberto at the next bell. I went up to him. Ah, doctor. In the moonlight, your face is like a thundercloud. You know why, Bougou. Ah, it is faith. It's you taking advantage of a dying man to claim his woman. Come on. Lily makes the decision. I do not force her. she deceived Peter, she'll deceive you. You know who she is. I do not know, but I can imagine. The captain is still alive. Barely. Your spell has worked. I will, of course, report what you've done to the owner of the ship. He will not believe you. He will make me, Captain. Not when he finds out that you murdered a man. Death is a mystery. A mystery is something not understood, so death is not understood. <laughs> <laughs> I have not murdered the captain. I have not touched him. You invoked some kind of spell on him because you wanted his woman. I do not have such power, Doctor. Doctor. No, doctor. The captain is almost dead. I am now in charge. You are paying passenger. Didi and I will treat you properly for the next two days. Then you go your way, and we go out again to sea. For a half hour, I leaned on the railing and frowned at the sea. Occasionally, I heard a gull, once I saw some long, black object break the water with its back and then slide under it. At last, I turned in. In the morning, I rang a buzzer, and one of the deckhands brought me breakfast. It was early, just shortly after six o'clock. Later, I walked to the captain's cabin, and to my surprise, he was still alive. Uh, Hi, hi, Doc. We'll be in Miami tonight, Pete. Hang on, I'll get you to a hospital and we'll get you well I don't, I, I don't think I can make it, Doc and
2: That damn Buku has done something to me Some curse uh, I've been thinking about it all night long Wish I knew what that witch doctor told Lily uh, I've been thinking about
1: her, too Forget Lily I was, I was going to marry her And forget that
2: She, she moved
1: in with him, Doc I don't know, I don't want to see either of them I had breakfast in my cabin. How about you? You feel up to some food? No, no, no. Couldn't get it down. Pete, could you hear anything Lily's witch doctor was muttering? No. Oh, a word here or there, maybe. They, they,
2: they have a gibberish of their own. They, they run words together. Uh, English, but it ain't English. What words, Pete? Uh, what that the witch doctor mumbled? Uh, I don't know. Uh. uh... Uh, calabash Yeah, 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 I, I think I heard Calabash Like the wash basin in my cabin Yeah,
1: I I, I got one too well, now Why would he be talking about a Calabash? Beats me What does a Calabash got to do with a magic spell? <laughs> Doc, you don't really believe I'm under some spell, do you? Lily was convinced as soon as you got sick that there was something mysterious about it And Buku said you're fated to die then I got to believing it, and now I don't know what I believe. Now, you hang tight. I'll try. A wireless, I had to have an ambulance at the dock. We'll get you well. And then you'll spend a week with me and my parents, and you'll be as good as new. Thanks, Doc. If, uh, if Lily... Put Lily out of your mind.
2: I, I, I can't. I, I, I miss her, and when I think of her with Buku... Now cut it
1: out, Pete. I... She's out of your life, and so is Buku. Think of them as dead. That's a curse I'd like to invoke on both of them and have it work. Lily, <laughs> <Really. laughs> you you are wonderful. Mm.
0: You like me now, Emma? Hey, I
1: love you. Mm. I want to marry Lili. <laughs> You were like that. Huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want nothing but you, Lily. You will
0: marry me?
1: In my village, Arawa Anarawakwede. Mm-hmm. It is quite wonderful. We will lay over in Port-au-Prince for a week. The honor will say all right. And you will marry me. And sail
0: where you sail, beaucoup. Uh, now. I will fill your calabash. And you will wash our vise?
1: Right? <laughs> I, I cannot believe my good fortune. <laughs> when I return to my village, I will make a sacrifice to fate.
2: Come <laughs> oh,
0: now, wash. I will ring for breakfast.
1: You are the finest woman in the island, City. I love you.
0: Here is so
1: Hey, I see myself in the water in the calabash. <laughs> Never has Boko Chin been so happy you, you have broken my image in the water Die, you, you devil You have
0: killed me And the spell has been broken You have dead, Boko Chin Doctor, doctor, come right away Buku
1: is dead! I was on deck, staring blankly at the blue waters when I heard Lily's cry. When I heard a yell that Buku was dead, I ran to my cabin for my bag and hurried forward. The cabin door was open, and there on the floor was Buku. Doctor, look!
0: I have broken the spell.
1: You you killed him?
0: No, 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 no. He he saw his reflection in the calabash. I broke it up by stirring the water, and he died.
1: What? He dropped dead from from seeing his image broken? Yes, yes.
0: And now Pete will live and get well. Uko is dead. Dead.
1: Yes, you're absolutely right. <sighs> Something has caused a massive stroke.
0: I pretend hard to Buku that I love him. I will be in his cabin when he finishes on the bridge. Uberto relieves him. Buku comes down to me. He is cautious. Then I I spend the night with him.
1: I see, and then you wake up and kill him.
0: It was the witch doctor in Savannah Lamar who told me what I had to do.
1: Move in with Buku?
0: How else could I trick him if he does not trust me? Well, what did that witch doctor tell you? In Haiti, Buku had a curse put upon Pete. You remember that first night out? He did not feel well. I guess then that Buku had done something. In his village, they do strange things, many that no one can understand. So Pete, he comes under the
1: curse. And you had to break the curse to save Pete?
0: The witch doctor tells me if Buku sees his image in the water, in the calabash, and I break it, then he will die, eh?
1: Hey, he's right. I really don't believe it.
0: Is not Buku Chin dead?
1: Yes, very.
0: Is not Pete already better?
1: I have no idea, but we better find out. It was a miracle. I followed Lily into the captain's cabin, as she threw herself at him. He smiled, about his first smile in ten days. He had some color, and I know that this is hard to believe, he managed to sit up in his bunk. Lily told him how she had tricked Buku and what she had done. Pete listened in wonder. He was sorry to have lost the first mate, but he was very glad to be alive. Lily left to get him some breakfast. How do you explain all this? I can't, Pete. I'm a medical doctor. I've been trained to fix broken bones and to diagnose diseases. But we're not taught anything about witchcraft and casting spells. But there must be something
2: to it. I was almost dead. And now, Bukuchin Chin is dead.
1: I'm convinced. But if I told the story at home, <laughs> they'd smile at me. <laughs> well, I'll, uh, I'll go on deck and leave the two of you alone.
0: Pete I am so happy It's over
2: with How can I thank you my darling Lily
0: For what I love you Pete I did what had to be done
2: Uh, Why did you cry out When the witch doctor talked to you
0: I think I Cannot pretend to love Bukuchin
2: Yeah Well We'll forget about that We'll forget about the whole thing When you left my cabin last night, I wanted to die.
0: You will marry me, Pete?
2: As soon as I can stand on my two feet, you bet your life
0: soon. Tonight we arrive in Miami.
2: And then tomorrow...
0: We will have the preacher come aboard the Molly Moran. I will be Mrs. Captain Pete Johnson.
1: That's the story of what happened, bound east for 80. It happened just as I've recalled it. As a memento of my month at sea, Pete had given me Buku's calabash. There it is on that small table over there in the corner. I've never filled it with water, of course. I remember what a reflection can lead to. And there is Dr. Philip Armstead's testimony. The supernatural includes magic, astrology, palmistry, and numerology. The fact of the unknown intrigues us. I shall be back shortly. about carrying a rabbit's foot, an amulet, wearing a good luck ring. You see, here we are, supposedly civilized, and there are those vestiges of an innate suspicion that there may be something to magic after all. Our cast included Mason Adams, Fred Gwynn, Ralph Bell, and E.V. Juster. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown.